Welcome to the Ephesians 3 podcast. Here you can listen to the student talks given at Ephesians 3, a weekly fellowship where students at Newman Parish in Columbia, Missouri, speak on topics of faith and experience fellowship and life-giving community. Based on the passage of Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, the ministry seeks to lead students deeper in the Catholic faith through community, conversation, and prayer. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Thank you all for coming. This is awesome. I My name is Justin Fransco. For those of you who do not know who I am, I am a sophomore here at Mizzou studying agribusiness management with my yeah. best friend over here. <laughs> and I'm going to be sharing my testimony tonight, which I'm really excited about. So my testimony pretty much begins 20 years ago when I was born to a great <laughs> Catholic family. And we were a Catholic family, but not a particularly religious family. We went to Mass on Sundays and on certain special occasions, but not much beyond that. Um, we wouldn't pray together as a family, except for grace before meals. But I'm very grateful to have the family I had, and I'm very eternally grateful that my parents made sure all my siblings and I received the sacraments as kids and were our first introductions to the faith. And when I was in about third grade, I, my sister, my older sister got really sick and she had to move away for about a year, and my mom moved with her. And so as a nine-year-old, I was kind of getting passed around from aunt to grandma to whoever could watch me at the time, and didn't really have a steady maternal presence for a while growing up. And it was just by happenstance in my own eyes that I found a book about Our Lady and her apparitions, And I began to read this every day and just became so transfixed by Our Lady and her beauty. Um, And I just wanted to be with her at all times. I began to pray the rosary daily. And I would just look forward to getting off from school so I could go home and pray the rosary and just be with our Blessed Mother. And looking back on it now, I can just see very clearly in a very real way how present our Blessed Mother was to me in a time when... I didn't have a steady maternal presence and yeah, just a very great reminder that she takes care of her kids. Um, This continued for a while, this kind of hidden life of prayer that I had. I didn't share this with other people and but eventually fizzled out and I became a quote unquote normal kid. I, yeah, my faith wasn't super important to me. Um, When I was about 11, I became very anxious and very worried all the time and would have panic attacks. And my main worries were just that people would leave me, people wouldn't always be there for me, um, and that I needed to earn people's love in order for them to stay in my life. And I believe I started believing a lot of these lies um, from the time whenever um, my parents couldn't be around for me much as a kid. And looking back on that now, I can see very clearly that they loved me very much and they were going through a very hard time. But as a nine-year-old, I couldn't really process that. So became very anxious. This continued through grade school, through high school. Um, I was a very introverted kid. I did not have many friends. I was not very social, was not good at talking to kids my age, and just a very unhappy time in my life. And yeah, I didn't really know any better than that. When I came to Mizzou, I wanted to get involved in the Newman Center for no other reason than 
I wanted community and I wanted friends and I never really had that growing up, especially regarding my faith. Um, and my sisters had gone to the Newman Center. They made a lot of great friends here. So I decided that's where I would go. And I decided I was just going to be myself. And if people liked that, then great. And if they didn't, I didn't really know any better anyways. So I was fine being by myself in a lot of ways. But I came to the Newman Center and instantly made a lot of really great friendships. And a lot of whom are here tonight with me. Um, but just saw these people living so joyfully and so authentically. And I began to come more and more often. I began to see how they lived their lives and I began to see how they um, attended mass daily, how they had consistent prayer lives. And I followed suit for no other reason than I wanted them to like me and I wanted to make friends and this is where they went. So I decided to go wherever the cool kids went. So I started visiting our Lord a lot more in prayer. I started receiving the sacraments often as much as I could. I joined a Bible study. Um, I had great friends at the Newman Center and I was getting very involved at Mizzou. I was interviewing for a lot of things. Um, I was in all the coolest organizations in my mind and I was busy all the time, which is in my mind, the goal and what everyone should be. And so, yeah, I had no free time. I was with people all the time and that was my goal. If I wasn't with people, I felt like I was failing in some way. And over the semester, I began to get more and more busy, began to make more quote unquote friends. And my prayer life began to dwindle significantly. I began to fill my life with just very, very fleeting things um, like underage drinking and living increasingly unchastely and filling my life with friendships who were not calling me higher in many ways. And I was doing them no favors as well um, by being around them. And this continued for a long time. This continued from about the second semester of my freshman year to the beginning of my sophomore year through the summer. And I just developed so much bitterness in my heart towards the people at church. Um, I was so jealous at their joy. I thought that I had everything figured out and I was utterly miserable. And so I did not understand why, like they didn't deserve this joy in my eyes. Um, became increasingly miserable, increasingly restless, very anxious, very depressed, um, and just was a very quick downward spiral again in my life. Um, and it was really just through the prayers of my friends and just coming back to the Lord every now and then um, to sit with him and go to confession um, that I slowly began to fall back in love with the Lord. I would go to things on occasion um, if like my friends were going, but it was very begrudging all the time. I would complain. I would make fun of the people that were there and it was just doing me and everyone else I was around no favors by any means. But slowly, I began to be increasingly miserable, increasingly anxious, um, and I knew it was wrong. I knew everything I was doing in my life was sinful, and I was living a very open, sinful life, but the opinions of other people were just way too important for me, for me to do what was right, even though I knew in my heart that that was um, the key to being satisfied and to happiness um, and to peace. Um, so it was very, very slow. And over my third semester at Mizzou, I just began to 
Um, remember that peace that I felt when I came here and began to visit our Lord more frequently in adoration and just sitting with him and allowing him to look at my life and the places I had been wounded in childhood um, and just really allowed him to come and just soften my heart in so many ways. And I began to just fall in love with our Lord and fall in love with contemplative prayer and just wanting to be with him um, as much as I possibly could. And this was very slow, but um, yeah, over the course of the semester, I just had many moments of deep reversion of just uprooting the sinful tendencies in my life. And um, yeah, just recognizing um, all the places where in my childhood was now bearing really bad fruit now in my life. And that was just through the help of um, mainly sitting with the Lord in prayer, but also through spiritual direction and through therapy and just the help of many people. So there are many moments of deep reversion um, of coming to the Lord. And yeah, it's just, and ever since then, it's just been many moments of deep reversion. Um, and Seek was another big time of deep reversion for me in my life. And I love contemplative prayer. I love sitting with the Lord silently and just allowing him to encounter me and allowing him to ask me questions. And he's always so reverent and so kind and he wants so much for me. And that's just been so awesome to see. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I will say, um, yeah, I'm still learning every day. Um, the rosary is still a very important part of my life. I pray that every day. And if you're at all able to, I would definitely encourage you to do that. And you will never regret that. Um, and Our Lady will take care of you. Bring her all of your fears and worries because um, she desires to, to comfort you. And if you don't know how to pray contemplatively, that's okay. Ask the Lord to teach you how to pray because he will teach you how to pray. And there was a man who wanted to see how St. Francis of Assisi prayed. So he followed him to the chapel one night and he overheard St. Francis sitting in front of the tabernacle saying, who are you most sweet God and who am I? And I think that's a great prayer to ask um, with the Lord. Ask the Lord that because we need to know who he is and we need to know who we are as his beloved sons and daughters because that is very significant. He wants so much for us, way more than we want it for ourselves. He wants our eternal happiness so much more than we do. And yeah, and some concrete ways to do that sit with scripture pick a verse that you particularly like sit with that in prayer um and either through lexio or ignatian meditation if you don't know what that is ask me or ask someone a lot smarter than me like father dan um and i'm sure he'll help you um but yeah and as for me now this summer i will be living on a indian reservation with a group of catholic missionaries here are some of them. This is sold to the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity. And if you know me, you know I love religious sisters, and I talk about them all the time. And so these are some of my favorite people. Um, but I'll be serving with them, and I'm really excited to be serving in a community that has a Marian and Trinitarian charism, and where Mary's really at the center of their daily lives. Um, I'm very excited to be learning from them. I'm also discerning a call to the priesthood, and I'm really excited to be learning from religious priests who are just so holy and to be surrounded by them this summer. And I'm just very excited to see whatever the Lord has for me. I know this will be great formation for me. So yeah, to sum up, life in Christ is 
magnificent to say the least. And I just hope that I never stop saying yes to him because that's the day that I'll start dying interiorly. And life in Christ is awesome. He wants so much for us. And I just hope I grow to love him more and more each day. Amen.